Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Digest F1 Podcast. My name is Aliyah and I'm here with my brother Arvind. What's up? And today we will be covering the Azerbaijan GP. Um, so Arvind will talk about a little bit about qualifying first. So, um, I'll, I'll start off with like um, practice and stuff. So coming off the back of Monaco a couple of weeks ago, another street circuit. Um, you know, historically this 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 race is Nazar uneventful as Monaco and as we get into a little later uh it definitely wasn't uneventful no <laughs> nope not at all yeah so um so uh I, I was expecting some um some a good bit of action maybe not like that much because again it's still a a street circuit but um there's a there's a lot of drama like uh Friday and Saturday there's a lot of crashing and stuff in FP1 a lot a lot of people I think about three or four people crashed into the uh barrier turn 15 that turn 15 was kind of messing everybody up mm. i think it was like wind speeds and all, all kind of stuff was happening and they haven't been on that track since 2019 oh yeah so yeah. probably wasn't as familiar with it uh, not necessarily wasn't as familiar but you know it wasn't as um they they probably get a little bit uh, a little bit rusty probably yeah yeah so um Let's see. I guess qualifying also was was pretty good. Um, there, I think every session had a red flag in it. <laughs> so in qualifying one, uh, Lance Stroll and he red flagged the session with a crash at guess which corner? Turn fifteen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they red flagged the session for a little while, and then eventually they got they they went back out, and then literally like. Two laps later, Antonio Giovinazzi uh, crashed again. And Aliyah, where did he crash again? 10.15. Yeah, he <laughs> crashed in the exact same place um, and red flagged the session again. So that was two red flags for, for Q1. So eventually they got it back up and um, Q2 went off mostly without a hitch until like the last uh, minute, uh, minute and a little bit. I can't remember. So. Well, you don't watch qualifying. I'm, I watch. You told quali- me about it. Yeah, I watch qualifying. She doesn't. She she's more of a watch the race person. Uh, she's more of a race person than than uh, watching the entire weekend. But yeah, um, Q two was going pretty good until like literally last couple of minutes when Daniel Ricciardo went into the uh the wall. Surprisingly, not at turn fifteen. Which turn? I can't remember which turn it was. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the third red flag of qualifying. Um, at this point, they were on their way to equal a new record for the most red flags in qualifying, which was, I believe, Hungary 2019, when they had four red flags in, in qualifying. Hmm. Yeah, so um, at that point, it didn't make any sense for them to um, finish the qualifying session, so they just ended Q2 after Daniel Ricciardo crashed and the red flagged mm. so then they jumped into q3 um another great qualifying session ferrari look ferrari was looking pretty good all weekend i think both their drivers put the cars into the top five in every single practice session okay, wow. uh, uh we had pierre gasly top in the um practice session in, in fp3 Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. That that Alphatari is doing some work, dude. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, but I'm surprised. I know like Pierre Gasly is a, a really good driver, and that Alphatari team is is not a slug. I mean, 
that that's a team that has two race wins in its entire history and you know race wins isn't really um easy to come by if you if you're not mercedes or red bull or ferrari <laughs> true uh so q3 uh pretty good um charles leclerc he got a pull lap he got a nice a nice little toe from uh lewis hamilton uh on his lap so he ended up getting provisional pool and literally i think it was like 30 seconds before um q3 finish mm. boom another red flag because <laughs> uh, i believe yuki sonoda crashed into the same wall daniel ricardo crashed into Damn. and then carlos Sainz crashed right after yuki sonoda because he kind of got distracted or at least that's what he said on your radio mm. so that was uh four red flags for qualifying so it equals the record <laughs> Yeah, so um, we'll get into the race. Um, uh, real quick, um, Leclerc, because that session uh, ended um, with a red flag, Leclerc kept his um, pole position, so that's nine pole positions for him in Formula 1 now. Um, Lewis Hamilton uh, did a pretty good job because Valtteri Bottas was struggling all weekend. He qualified mm. in 10th. I mean, ever since what happened in Monaco, I could understand why he would be, like, you know, kind of out of it. It seemed like him and, like, that Mercedes team, um, they have not a little bit more problems. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, but more so for Valtteri Bottas and the team. Like, Lewis had a good qualifying. He qualified second. And uh, Max qualified uh, third. Woo! Uh, so... Uh, we're getting to what happened in the race, so you you could go ahead. So, um, first, what we have in our notes, uh, Lando got a good place penalty for ignoring red flags. Apparently, I did not. Know I, that. I guess, um, I believe it was in Q three. Um, I I guess he didn't slow down in time mm. because um, I mean, I could understand why they give him it because you know they have to, mm-hmm. but you know you can't expect them to like immediately just like stomp on the brakes i thought it was a blatant disregard of red flags more just he probably didn't see it but then again they have a lot of warnings Mm. so um he got a couple places for that um so until the race start uh everybody had a pretty good run um charles leclerc uh he he defended lewis pretty well Mm -hmm. uh into turn one so he kept the uh he kept p1 um not much happened uh, in the midfield. Sergio Perez, he didn't have that the, the best of qualifying. He actually qualified sixth mm. in that second seat for Red Bull. Um, but he made like a, a awesome move down the inside into turn one and made up like two places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Um, and then it was pretty much just running, regular running, everybody in their place until lap three when, uh, on you remember that Azerbaijan circuit? have a long long start the straight, straight. Yeah. yeah so on that straight lewis took um p1 uh, from leclerc because like in terms of speed that mercedes is faster than the the ferrari the mercedes <laughs> yeah um so uh nothing happened after that uh except literally the next lap later Mm. first retirement to the race yep Ocon retired because he had mechanical failure which yeah, I know you weren't happy about because you like Ocon I mean I like I like almost everybody um well we all know who I like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um but it have guys that you know I really want to see do well mm-hmm. and it have guys like I, 
I'd have guys that I don't, I don't mind them doing well, mm-hmm. and I'd have the guys I want to do well, like like I want to do really well, and I'd have the guys that I just couldn't care less about. I'd have one guy we both couldn't care less about, and everyone knows who that well, is. When I when I say couldn't care less about, I mean like, hey, win or lose, retire, it doesn't affect me in any kind Arvin, of way. We all know that you're talking about Mazepin. We we know. No, um, Mazepin. Um. Yeah, I've reiterated, reiterated the fact that I just, I'm not a big fan of him, but it is guys like Nicholas Latifi. I don't really have much thing for. Like, I don't dislike him, but you just ha- don't have the yeah oomph. yeah. I don't have any like emotion towards him. Like, if he retires, I'm like, oh, Latifi retires mm. or retired. So um, yeah. So he he his engine just like smoked up around turn 16 on lap 4 mm-hmm. like right before the start finish rate mm-hmm. so um that sucks for him because he was actually running pretty well he was that the, the alpines didn't do too well in qualifying but uh Ocon made up a few places he actually did pretty well um after that again this race for like the first the first hour or so was pretty uh pretty box standard Mm-hmm. Everybody running in their places. Um, Max took second, so Charles Leclerc got overtaken again. Um, at the start of lap seven, and then literally a next lap later, Perez down in fourth overtake Leclerc. Yeah, Leclerc. He started off good, but then he just you know. Yeah, a, a good bit of the reason he got the pole position was that big um, toe he got from Lewis. Mm. So how how it is work like? Um, he just got into Lewis's slipstream. He was close enough to him, mm. where he could he where he could benefit from Lewis. Um, basically cutting the air for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he could have gotten through faster. And obviously, it had a few more people in that Q three session who were on flying laps but had to stop mm-hmm. because of the um, because of the crash from Sonora. So, at this point, um, Perez is running third with Lewis in first and Max second and. Charles like, like losing two places in the in the span of literally like One two or lap. three laps. Yeah. yeah. Um, um nothing else happened. We had a big a big like I, I was like really surprised by this, but like a big lock up into turn eight from um Carlos Sainz. He had to go into the runoff area. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. um I think his tires were cool or something. Yeah, um basically everybody Almost everybody had to start on the softs mm-hmm. because that was the uh, that was the tires that they did their fastest lap in their qualifying sessions with. Mm-hmm. So it had a good bit of people that after the first lap they just immediately dove into the pits like George Russell, um, uh, and a couple other guys and just put on the hards. One time. Yeah, because again, it's a street circuit that's gonna degrade tires pretty, pretty, pretty easily. Pretty easy, yeah. So um. Carlos Sainz was one of those guys around um around that time he uh he had just switched uh, onto um a set of hards mm-hmm. and those hards they they don't heat up as easily as the softs because mm-hmm. you know the softs being the fastest tires they're easier to heat they degrade the fastest mm-hmm. and the hards being the more durable tires so they'll take a little while to well get you know probably didn't have a really good weekend with regards to tires yeah so. we'll, we'll, i guess we'll get into that a little later but um yeah it was it was really uncharacteristic for science because he is a a real consistent driver like mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm i've been a fan of him for a couple of years now um and i was like really really excited when he got that ferrari drive because 
um, he was at McLaren last year for the last two years, mm. and he was he was doing bits. He didn't get any podiums, obviously no wins. McLaren not in a not in any um any form to to win right now. They still have a couple more years for that. Mm. Maybe they could get back to the former glory, um, that they had in the in the in the late seventies and throughout the the late seventies. Yeah, and the the early to mid eighties. Uh, they they were like the most dominant car on the grid. Mm. Yeah. So, what else happened? So we we finally saw um some more pit stops. Some of the uh, front runners going in for pit stops. Uh, Mercedes continuing with a bad run of pit stops. Um, in the in the grand scheme of things, two point six seconds isn't terrible. It's not, but, but for um, Mercedes, it's not the best. But but. For a team of Mercedes's caliber, yeah, yeah, they they, but around there, like like two seconds, two point two seconds is probably like the best, mm. you could do like, consistently. But I think most of the reason Lewis got held up for that two point six seconds is because, as he was ready to go, Gasly was um also, leaving his pit stop and gonna pass right by him. So if they had let him go, um to try and jump in front of Gasly, there would have been collision. There would have been collision, or they could have gotten a penalty for unsafe release. Because mm-hmm. there's penalties for everything. Dude. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, so, um, let's see. Oh, um, funny thing is, I, I make a Leo take notes. Oh, jeez. I made a Leo take notes for this race, because, like, we kind of, we kind of, um, we kind of switch back and forth between races on who takes notes, and <laughs> she decided, I told her, like, Mercedes wasn't having too, go- too good of a day with pit stops again. But I didn't mention I don't think she was paying attention, so I didn't mention the fact that Lewis got uh the the extra couple seconds he got held up was mm-hmm. for for Gasly. Well not extra couple tenths of seconds he got hold up <laughs> was because Gasly was passing by. But she said, What? Mercedes stops were bad again because they suck and Red Bull is the greatest. Um very unbiased, uh no taken there. Oh, yeah, of I, course. I appreciate it. It's not like I'm going to marry Max or stop or anything. It's just, you know, yeah. So while all the big guys were um, pitting, Vettel took the lead. Yeah, he did. And he stayed on those softs for a long time. Yeah, he weared them out. Yeah, because I- I'm surprised. Like, Sebastian Vettel is a good driver. Like, mm. a really good driver. And he can manage tires and stuff, four-time world champion. Mm. All of that. Let me just list off of his entire CV. Uh, but he finally pitted on lap 17, mm-hmm. which for used soft tires is pushing it, to mm-hmm. be quite honest, especially like we mentioned earlier on, on a, a street, street circuit. circuit. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, we finished each other's sandwiches. Oh if anybody gets that reference, thank God. Uh, let's see. Oh, it had a really good battle um, between Norris and, um, and Bottas, which... It's a little bit painful to say because <laughs> because Bottas drives the Mercedes and Lando is driving the McLaren and mm-hmm. those cars are not at all on the same level. They're not. Nope. Not at all. Uh, uh, Bottas, as I mentioned earlier, didn't have too good of a weekend. It kind of start off with him getting stuck in Finland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get on a plane. I think he couldn't get on his private jet. You know, first world problems and all of, of that. Um. So he was stuck in Finland up until like. Friday hmm. or th- Thursday evening or something like that. Um, so 
they had a pretty good battle for 10th place mm. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was actually really good it was it was more like hey i lando lando go up the inside into this corner valtry getting back lando getting back Valtry mm. yeah it was it was a pretty good battle and um up at the front perez and hamilton also had a pretty similar battle mm-hmm. yeah that was going on as well um perez like he's really starting to get into the seat like there's this like I don't think I, I don't know if I've mentioned it before but there's this whole stigma about the second seat in Red Bull mm-hmm. because Red Bull has had s- about four drivers in the last five years mm-hmm. in that second seat Max oh, has so been it's like a coos <laughs> um, yeah that's what people say because um, in 2018 they had um, Daniel Ricciardo left for the 2018 season so they brought up Pierre Gasly from Toro Rosso mm-hmm. and he drove for he drove for like half the season mm-hmm. and then they kicked him out and they hmm. yeah they sent him back down to Toro Rosso and they brought up Alex Albon who? yeah he, <laughs> yeah he, he, he raced he raced for the um Alex Albon wait after Pierre Gas, I don't know. Red Bull has had a decent amount of drivers, but um, the more recent ones I can remember was Alex Albon, Pierre Gasly, um, and now Sergio Perez. So he's starting to find his place because I think the the best result he had in that seat, like in terms of like all all aspects of the weekend they have mm. was he got a P2 in Imola for the second race of the season mm-hmm. but he couldn't convert that in, 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 into anything I think he finished like 8th in that race but um, this this qualifying he, he didn't have a great qualifying he qualified 6 mm-hmm. but he made up like as we mentioned earlier a couple of places into turn 1 yeah he did and um, he, he was running at the front he was looking real comfortable in the car mm-hmm um what else and and he was actually challenging like after after the um after the pitch stops and uh, and stuff um Lewis got stuck behind him mm. basically um in in third place and Perez is in second and Perez was holding his own but that that Mercedes car looked like it had some problems the entire weekend yeah it did uh, it did even for Hamilton but let's see you mentioned earlier he not having uh, Bottas was not having a good race like literally literally any notes Bottas not having a good race <laughs> um and then the battle I mentioned earlier with Lando Norris mm-hmm. he had he actually lost the battle oh damn yeah because I think around 10 16 he actually went off the track mm-hmm. I think that's what I have down there I, I don't know if you were here when that happened but that was kind of was kind of sad to see I probably went to the ladies room <laughs> Yeah. Um, but after that, nothing happened. Uh, it was pretty standard. Uh, racing. Um, Hamilton still stuck behind. Uh, still stuck behind Perez, trying to get uh into that second place, trying to attack Max, cause Max was, Max was running pretty well up in first. Yeah, he was. But then, lap thirty one happened. Um. Yeah. What happened on lap thirty one? Stroll crashed. Yeah. Yeah. Due to left rear failure. Yeah, so you know, you know, it was it was wild to see because I it's not something you would expect 
to happen obviously like any other crash you wouldn't expect a crash to happen but yeah. it was weird to see because i never really saw um it was aston martin he's with right yeah he's with aston yeah i never really saw anything hap- exciting happen with regards to aston martin so i was like oh damn you're exciting thing is a crash that's that's sad <laughs> yeah well, um it's not like you've never seen a big crash before the biggest crash you've seen was the one that happened at emila between George Russell and um, Valtteri Bottas. Yes, that, that was yeah that, that was one where they, where they where George went up to him and hit him on the helmet and, and Valtteri flipped him off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was really weird because there was nothing in his way. Um, he he was just going down the main street, mm. gonna start lap thirty two, mm. and then just lost it and crashed into the barrier and it wasn't even like a, a Amco barrier it was the concrete barrier it was the concrete barrier but I I, I, uh, I don't know maybe there was something on the track maybe yeah um it looked like the tire like just blew out for no reason mm-hmm. and they they actually talked to Pirelli and Pirelli was like it had to be like debris on the track or something mm-hmm. so everybody was like you know it, it could be because I think um in the first lap of the race or so Mm-hmm. It's had a tree branch on the road because you know on that track, it had like a bunch of trees. trees yeah. yeah, so I think it had a tree, a, a tree branch on the road, mm-hmm. on 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 lap one. But the safety car came out after that crash. Um, it was it was a it was a big one. It was yeah. Yeah. It had um, a lot of debris around. Yeah, there. like his whole nose, he lost his almost the whole nose he of the car. He lost his nose. How is he gonna breathe? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, almost the whole. He did really well to keep it out of the um. Yeah, the he did. The, he did. Be, um, because like right behind him was Gasly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know he have no idea how the car is gonna spin, so he did pretty well to keep it out of the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, it was just a safety car to clean up all the debris. Uh, everybody just running. It gives it gives some time for Hamilton. Uh. To catch back up to Perez and you know to try and um, make his way to Max Alalizia. Mm-hmm. So the safety car went in at lap thirty five. Again, nothing really happening. The race was um, there was there was some excitement in the race, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it was just some really good like classic racing. Yeah, like little battles of places and stuff like that. Yeah. But most most of that was happening down in like uh, the upper midfield, um, to the midfield area. Mm. Like because I like, know what that means. So I mean, what what do you think when I say midfield? Upper, I think midfield is like the people that are like not in front, but like not in the back. Exactly. So oh the, wow. So the upper midfield would be like uh, guys like Aston Martin. Guys like Tor, um, not Toro, so Alpha Tori. Mm-hmm. So they like the upper midfield. The lower midfield would be like um, <laughs> where, where the, Mazepin and Schumacher all no, the time. They, <laughs> no, they're they're the they're the they're the backfield. They're the um, they back. They they not considered midfield. Um, but like uh, Alpha Romeo, they will be considered um midfield or maybe lower midfield. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of them are midfield. I don't know. I just I just go off what I I feel like in terms of like their performance and their place as a as a team. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't think there's like a universal thing. I mean, there's Mercedes and Red Bull, Daddy 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 front guys, and then Williams and um, 
Williams and Haas are the backmarkers. Mm. Uh, so, whew, what else happened? Mm. Um, um, oh, uh, during um, Mick Schumacher's stop, they put on his run right front tire they didn't put it on properly so he had to um go back like they had to like bring him back (laughs) into his pit and like put it on properly um because he almost left with it um you know so um so what had happened is when he went in for his pit stop like he like the guy on the right front he didn't um he didn't secure the wheel fast enough mm. before the green light for Mick to go um, happened so they immediately recognized it mm-hmm. and it was like stop the car stop the car stop the car so he stopped and they have like a line at the end of the pit lane right mm-hmm. and that line basically is as soon as you go past that line you have to go back out on track yeah right so you can't go back to the pit lane so they actually got him to stop like right before the line so they basically just pushed him back into the um into the pit box and mm-hmm. uh, secured the tire and just sent him on his way um there's nothing happening after that um <laughs> there was there was a pretty exciting restart there was a um yeah. a couple a couple battles for places yeah Valtteri Bottas wasn't doing too well Valtteri still I, stuck, I feel for him I honestly still stuck, feel for him like bang in the middle of the field mm-hmm. in that car um, and I think he said like after the um, after the weekend and stuff that car was not that car's been not running running well for him mm-hmm. all weekend he was having serious problems with it uh, but mm. on to the big on to the big blah 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 blah, blah. yeah so so Max Verstappen actually had a almost identical crash to Landstroll and mm-hmm. lap, lap, on lap 47. Probably. I think it was in the same area as well. It was on the South Street, Street, but a little higher up, closer to the start line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lance, Lance was kind of before the pit, mm-hmm. before you reached the, uh, the pit lane mm-hmm. entrance, and Max was literally like parallel to the pit lane mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the road. Yeah, he just like, it, it was like the exact same thing that happened. Left rear, complete blowout so that kind of raised some eyebrows um because Pirelli could have just written off the uh the Lantral one as maybe debris or freak accident or something but the fact that Max had almost the exact same problem the problem uh, yeah. it, it is probably an issue but I, I don't think Pirelli said anything else about it but funny story I'm gonna tell them this story oh god don't tell them this story so Around this time, around lap 47, because this was a 51-lap race, right? Yeah. Around lap 47, it was coming on to the end of the Ari race. Mm-hmm. And Alia was starting to, like, she was starting to, like, doze off. I mean, okay, you have to understand that this race started at 8 a.m. I don't get up at 8 a.m. I wake up at 2 p.m. So, yes, I was dozing off. And then... Arvin tried to wake me up, but I was like, dude, nothing is happening. And as soon as I said nothing is happening and I readjusted myself, I heard yelling from the commentators and I was like, what is going on? And then when I look, I see Max crash and I wanted to cry. My heart was so broken. Anyways. Yeah, so that's uh, that's hilarious. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely hilarious because the timing of that was like immaculate. 
I feel personally responsible, honestly. The, I need to write an apology letter to Max. <laughs> I felt so bad for him that day. Like, yeah. as much as I want Lewis to um to be winning as much as he could, mm. I'm completely fine with Max winning because championship fights are always exciting, right? Mm-hmm. But I just felt so incredibly bad for that guy because there was nothing he could have done about that. There wasn't. Yeah. That was like n- nobody's fault, mm. that crash. My poor boy. Yeah, so that brought out another red flag. Um, and this was like a pretty um, extensive red flag because there's a lot of debris to clean off the track. Yeah. Basically, when they bring out red flags, um, they're basically saying it have too much debris on the track that we need no cars on the track at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally what they would do is if a crash like that, like how they do with Lance's, they just bring out a safety car. Which and, and yellow flags and they just mm. go around and around the track until they fully clean up the track and then they can start back and race get to racing. Mm-hmm. But with Maxon it was like significantly like more debris on the track, mm-hmm. so they just completely they red flag the session with about what like three laps to go, two laps to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was red, two laps. Yeah, red flag on lap forty eight. Mm. So um it was like a half an hour red flag. Maybe yeah. like a 25-minute red flag. It was about half an hour. Yeah, so um, at this point, they were kind of speculating what kind of start they were going to mm-hmm. do um, because, I mean, there was even speculation if there's even a point to finish in the last couple of laps of the race. So essentially, they were kind of deciding whether to go with a standing start, which is they all just line it back up on the grid mm-hmm. in the places they were when the red flag came out. Mm-hmm. Or they could do like a rolling start, which is just, um, just send them out uh, from the pit lane, mm-hmm. um, do like one lap around and then race from there. Mm-hmm. Or they could do like a safety car start, which is send them out of the safety car, do one lap, safety car goes in and then they start racing. And I was like sitting down here and I was like, oh my God, please do a standing start. And I was like so confused. I'm like, dude. And I had to, like, explain exactly what I just explained. Okay, whatever. Yeah, and it was, it was like, this is, like, exciting because this is going to be, like, a a, a shootout. It's basically, like, a shootout. It's basically these, what, I think it was, like, 17 cars left. Mm-hmm. After, um, after Lance, Ocon, and, um, and Max retired, there was 17 cars left. So it was, like, a 17-car shootout, two laps. Everybody just giving it. They all put on fresh tires, um, or as fresh tires as you can get, and just like <laughs> go as hard as possible to try and get um, uh-huh. a good result. So while they were on the grid, lining up and stuff, they they you saw like Hamilton bricks smoking like really really like yep. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, um, when they were going down into turn one. So they start the race, five red lights, away we go. They start the race, um, and Lewis got, like, a really good start. He and did. Yeah, <laughs> well. Sergio, Sergio, Sergio tried to cut him off, and he actually basically was in front of him, mm-hmm. almost to turn one. Mm-hmm. And then, all of a sudden, he just locks up completely mm-hmm. and goes into the escape. And I was like, oh, my God, No. That was, like, his chance to get back in front of and the And I was like, oh, my God, yes, because none of them are any chance. 
They're still going head to head. Lewis no, 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 is not no, in front. No, 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 neither of those two, neither um, of the top two any championship gonna get any points. I was so bummed out. Don't 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 get me wrong. I I still like I like Lewis. He's a very 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 good driver. But you know Max Max holds a special place in my heart. I say this every podcast and it's true. I it it's true. <laughs> so so yeah. I actually found out what happened. So back when that happened. After the race, uh, Lewis asked um, his engineer if he had um, brake magic on, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently there's this like button or this like switch that they have on their steering wheel called brake magic and it basically allows them to um, basically shift the brake bias. So brake bias being which which set of brakes, front or rear brakes would get um, the bias, right? Mm -hmm. Basically like which one would have, um, which one would work, work, work the hardest which mm -hmm. one would uh, do most of the work right mm -hmm. so that switch actually flips the brake bias and apparently he he accidentally uh, flicked it or something mm -hmm. and it like went to the rear so his entire or, or it went to the front so his entire front end just locked up oh. and he went straight yeah so damn yeah, because I don't think it was any fault of his own mm -hmm. it was probably like it was genuinely just a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody, nobody's in the lead. Um, everybody, well, not everybody, but um, Lewis and Max stays. They stay head to head. They stay head to head. Uh, in the same position after Monaco last uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, same points. Nobody got any points there. But you good know, for Perez. But Perez. you know who got points? Exactly, Perez got points. Mm -hmm. So Perez got his first win for. For Red Bull, his second win in Formula One, mm -hmm. which you know I couldn't be happier about. Like even though it's Red Bull winning, mm -hmm. like dude, you're always gonna be happy when uh, when when Sergio Perez wins. Of course, yes, because Red Bull. Anyways, and then one of the most unexpected podium was Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Oh my! I was really happy for him. He got driver of the day as well. Yeah, this is actually his second second, second race second yeah. race in a row. He got driver of the day. And I was like surprised. I'm like, whoa, there's a Sebastian Vettel P2 and an Aston Martin, mm -hmm. which since the season start, he's finished 15th, 15th, 13th, 13th, 5th, and now 2nd. Which is good for him. I'm happy for him because he yeah. looks like he's, he, he looks he look so happy. I like seeing them happy. Yeah. And then to round off the podium, I believe it was Pierre Gasly. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, he's not a stranger to the podium. I think there's like his third podium. <laughs> yeah, so I remember what I said about him that he looks like he belongs in a rock band. <laughs> I think, yeah, and I was like, why well, think that? Because he has a beard with no mustache, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's a weird way to end. <laughs> yeah, so overall, um, is a is a pretty decent it race. Was an exciting race, I will admit. Um, it was it was mocking to. Maybe like I don't know what happened earlier. It can't be compared to Imola because Imola was like on a different level. Maybe Bahrain. Bahrain was pretty excited. Bahrain but, was exciting. Yeah. But it was it was it had some dull moments just like this. It did. Yeah, I think most of the excitement from this race came down from the la to the last like ten laps or so. Mm -hmm. Maybe no, maybe the last five laps or so. Yeah. yeah. So overall, it was a, it was a pretty good race. I enjoy, I enjoyed watching it. Um, it was it was sad for about? me. It was really sad for me, but it was an exciting race. Um, I'm glad that um, you know Perez still took first place because yeah. Red Bull. I'll say it again. 
but yeah, was, yeah. I don't really have much thoughts on it it was exciting um, sad Max didn't win kind of glad Lewis didn't win as well <laughs> yeah, so but it yeah. seems like um, if, if Perez continues on this pretty good uh, streak mm. uh, well hopefully this is the start of a streak um, he could finally like kind of quell those uh, those curse yeah those curse comments those about the second seat because it was it was such a good uh, drive from him like he had an excellent drive there mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that'll end it off for us. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to follow the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Don't forget to share with your friends listening to two idiots talk about F1. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you see you guys in a couple of weeks for the French Grand Prix at um, Paul Ricard. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be the French Grand Prix at Paul Ricard. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye.